Thanks for listening to our podcast, recorded live at Gateway Church Ashford. You can find out more about us on our website, gatewaychurchashford.co.uk. Thank you for joining me today as we go through another psalm together. But before we do that, I just want to say thank you to everyone at Gateway Church for how you are doing at the moment and how you are loving one another and caring for each other in the season that we face. It's been brilliant to hear the stories of people praying for each other, offering practical support and just being there as church community. But not only that, also going beyond that and seeing how our neighbours are doing and reaching out to people around us. You know, the Fair Share uh, Food Bank here continues to do well um, in seeing kind of serving people in the local community with food. We are demonstrating not only God's love for one another, but also to the world around us. And so thank you. It is such a joy and a privilege to be a member of this church and a joy and a privilege to be part of the team that leads you. And so thank you for all that you're doing at the moment. You know, I'm looking forward to an end to this season. I'm sure you are as well. I'm looking forward to that Sunday morning when we get to worship God together. It's going to be so exciting that Sunday when we get to worship God together. I'm just I'm coming up with ways already in my brain about how we might celebrate that day. But until that day, we need to be assured that God is working for his good and his purpose and his benefit. And that actually, as we walk through this season, we need to keep asking God to keep using us, but also that, to keep developing us in him, that we grow as Christians. And we're going to do a bit of that now. We're going to look at Psalm 62 together. And I'm just going to move around a couple of verses because I've got a few things I want to pull out of it. So I'm going to start at verse six, go back to verse five and end up on verse eight. Um, and the first thing I want to read to you is verse six. And so it says this. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be shaken. You know, we can build our lives on God's salvation for us. And it's a foundation block that our lives start on in Jesus. You know, we, we, we've got to be careful that we don't assume that the Christian life starts and ends with us saying Jesus is Lord and following him. You, you know, that, that's kind of the end of it. The Christian life begins at that base level of saying, Jesus, I want to follow you. But it doesn't end there. Actually, we're called to pursue God and pursue a relationship with him. Just this week, I've been reading A.W. Tozer again. He's one of my favourite Christian writers. And then um, I just read something and it like cut me to the heart. And Tozer said this. Everyone is as holy as they want to be and as full of the spirit as they want to be. So uh, firstly, I read everyone is as holy as they want to be. And I thought, flipping heck, he's right. You're as holy as you want to be. You know, and I started speaking to myself about things in my life that where I, I've started to lack discipline in certain areas. You're as holy as you want to be, as holy as you want to be. You know, we can pursue God as much as we want to. We can pursue him or not pursue him. Maybe for you at the moment, stuck at home, maybe you've become a bit ill-disciplined. Maybe the, the opportunity to seek God has kind of been kind of put to one side because you've just got used to a bit of ill discipline and a bit of laziness about how you spend time with God. You know, actually, you've got an opportunity at the moment to pursue him fervently, but also to grow in holiness. You know, holiness is something that we can grow in. Godliness is something that we can pursue. Paul writes 
many times in his in his letters about pursuing godliness and pursuing holiness. You know, we can pursue God with everything we have, but also we can have as much of the Holy Spirit wrote, wrote Hosea as we want to. He's totally right. You can have as much of the Holy Spirit as you want to. You are as full of the Holy Spirit as you want to be. You know, if you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, why not pause this video right now and ask the Holy Spirit to come and fill you again? Because he will do it. And Jesus says in John 7, you know, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. I use that phrase, that verse a lot because it is so true about us. We need to keep coming to Jesus if we are thirsty and he will fill us with his presence. You know, come out and encourage you to keep coming to the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, come and fill me again with your presence. You are as full of the Holy Spirit as you want to be. I mean, that really challenged me this week. And I hope it's challenging you as, as I say it to you. But what, what is all this built on? You see, maybe we can pursue holiness and godliness and we can pursue it in the wrong way because we can do it as a way of maybe thinking that we're trying to earn God's approval. And that's not the case, is it? I mean, let's read what verse five says. Verse five says this, for God alone, my soul waits in silence. My hope is from him. You know, our hope is in God and God alone for our salvation. You know, pursuing godliness and pursuing holiness and pursuing the Holy Spirit isn't a way of earning God's approval or merit. You know, you can't earn God's approval or merit, but actually you can lean into the grace of God. You see, everything that we get is God's grace to us. He gives it to us. He gives us what we don't deserve. Salvation, uh, an inheritance with Jesus, sonship, daughtership in him. You know, we, we have an inheritance as God's children and everything that we get is a gracious gift of God. And we must keep leaning into that grace. You know, Don Carson wrote that actually we can pursue holiness from a point of view of grace driven effort. We can pursue holiness through grace. We can make grace the lens in which we pursue God. You know, look, I know that I'm saved because of what Jesus has done for me. Therefore, I'm going to pursue God with everything I've got. I'm not pursuing holiness in order to get to Jesus. I'm pursuing holiness because Jesus has paid the price for me. Wow, that's amazing, isn't it? We have God's grace, therefore we can pursue holiness. We can pursue the spirit because of what Jesus has done for us. There's a second thing I wanted to say from verse five as well. And it says this, for God alone, my soul waits in silence. You know, I think at the moment we need to keep making sure we cut out the noise of life and focus on meeting with God. There's a story in the Old Testament about Elijah meeting with God and he's in a cave and he peeks out of the cave the first time and a he encounters this strong wind blowing. And it says, but God's not in the wind. And then he encounters an earthquake and it says, but God's not in the earthquake. And then thirdly, he encounters fire. Now, at that point, you think surely he's going to meet God now, because in the Old Testament, God always shows up in fire, doesn't he? You've got Moses at the burning bush, Moses at the, at the top of the mountain encountering God with fire. No, no, God doesn't turn up in the fire. When does God turn up? God turns up. And it says in different translations, we have in one translation, it talks about there being a thin silence. And in another translation, it calls it a low whisper. God turns up in the quiet, stilled moment. You know, are you cutting out the noise in your life in order to hear God? This is a challenge for me because, as many of you know, I love to jibber on and jabber on. I'm an external processor. And so that means that um, my thoughts just come out of my mouth and I have to be really careful of that. 
But actually, for me, that happens when I'm at home as well in, in my quiet times with God. You see, my quiet times aren't very quiet. I talk too much to God and I don't listen. Are you listening to what God's saying to you at the moment? Or are you just kind of talking at him? Are you waiting on him to see what he has to say to you? That's not kind of emptying your brain and doing some sort of dodgy form of meditation. No, no, it's focused on God's word. It's focused worship on him. But are you just allowing space for God to speak to you and speak to you in your situation? Or are you just talking at him the whole time? So are you allowing God to speak to you? Are you using silence as a way of hearing from God? And lastly, I just wanted to just bring us back to verse eight. It says this, trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. Look, I know many situations that you, you guys are facing at the moment, but I'm, I don't know all of them. But there's an encouragement here for us to keep pouring out our hearts to God. You know, you can trust God at all times. You can trust that he is for you and not against you. You can trust that his way is perfect, that his purpose is good. You can trust God. And my encouragement to you is to keep pouring out your heart to him. Keep pouring out your life to him. That actually, as you do that, I know that you will grow in confidence in him and that you'll grow in your relationship with him. Let's just pray as we finish. Lord Jesus, I thank you that because of your salvation, because of your grace, we can pursue lives of holiness and pursue lives hungry for your Holy Spirit. And so I pray for each one of us over the course of the next week that we wouldn't be drawn towards laziness, that we, we'd be drawn to a pursuit of you in everything we do, that you might grow us in this season, that as we come out of it, Lord, we'd be more mature in you, strong and steadfast, ready to hit the future head on, knowing that you are for us and not against us. Thank you, God, that we can trust you at all times. And I pray that in the week ahead, we would grow in goodness and godliness. Amen. Well, thank you for joining me today. Um, I am praying for each of you. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing you all again and speaking to you again. And I'm looking forward to seeing you on Sunday online as Richard speaks to us. Um, and so I look forward to that time together um, and every blessing to you today.